to the lead. We're speaking with Kellyanne Conway, Donald Trump's campaign manager turned White House counselor. Okay, thank you, Jake. President Trump said his first foreign trip may be to meet with Vladimir Putin. Isn't that troubling? Actually, no, it's not. And the thing to remember about Russia is that we won, and I don't know why you keep bringing up the election. I'm not. I'm talking about Russia. Doesn't Trump's relationship with Putin concern you? Okay, no, actually, what does concern me is that she didn't go to Michigan, and she lost, and we won, and we did win. Oh, my God. How do you do this? Do what, Jake? Come on here every single day and do this. What do you get out of this? I love Trump, and I believe in Trump, and the reason I joined his campaign is because I thought that he is going to be present for all people. Really? That's really what you thought? Mm-hmm, yes, that's what I thought. And that's all you thought? Well... I guess if I'm being completely honest, Jake, I did also think... The name on everybody's lips is Gallup Bay, Conway. The lady raking in the chips is gonna be Conway. I'm gonna be a celebrity. That means somebody everyone knows. They're gonna recognize my eyes, my hair, my teeth, my boobs, my nose. Ooh, I'm gonna join SAG from just some dumb blueberry farm. I'm gonna be Conway. Who says that lying's not an art? And when they Google just a K, my name will come up before Kanye. Kelly and Conway. <laughs> now, Kellyanne, starting yesterday, you are now counselor to the president. Mm -hmm. Yes, I am. I am that. You have the president's ear and a real opportunity to affect change in the White House. Oh my god, Jay, you're right. Do you know what this means? Boys. They're gonna wait outside in line to get to see Conway. Think of those autographs I'll sign. Good luck to you. Conway. And I'll appear in a sleeveless dress on any show they'll let me do. Press, Anderson, Hannity, Fox and Friends And if they call, I'll do the chew Ooh, I'm a star And the audience loves me And I love them And they love me for loving them And I love them for loving me And we love each other Hey, know what's weird? This time last year, I supported Ted Cruz I said Donald Trump acted unpresidential Is on tape But hey, that showbiz She's giving up her humdrum life I'm gonna base it Conway She treats the news just like a plague And when the world goes up in flames At least for now they knew my name Kelly and Kelly it's Brit Summers at thebritsummershow.com. Where you're hearing things, where you're hearing things. You gave birth to a holy child. Joe was proud of what he did He didn't know it wasn't his kid It was immaculate conception That comes in handy for a great explanation You can sleep around and not admit it You can always say it was God who did it You're not a virgin after all You don't need penis after all. 95.3 FM, Fun Talk 1470, WWNN. You're listening to The Brit Summer Show. Uh, well, maybe you're not. It could be an alternate fact. I could be doing this show and I could be Brit Summers, but then again, maybe not. It's an alternate fact. Kind of like the alternate right, which is actually bigoted, fascist, homophobic, anti-Semitic douchebags. 
But now, no, no, by the new definition, it's now called alt-right. Anyway, I'd like to welcome my affiliates, FYINation.com, GDPRRevolution99.com, and SoFloRadio.com. Hi, this is Britt Summers with you, and or it may not be, it could be an alternate fact. You know where the alternate facts came from? They started with the uh, Alex Jones crowd and the uh, and uh, Bright Fart with uh, Sandy Hook. It never happened. It never happened. You're gonna come and take your gu- 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 gun. You're gonna take your guns. Eight years have gone by. Has anybody taken your guns? No. No. Eight years of the <gasps> black president. Ooh, that's what that was all about. Suddenly it all disappeared. Because they got their white guy. And speaking of white guys, it ain't nothing but white guys. Lots of middle-aged, paunchy, soft, doughy, pasty white guys. They know what's best for us. They will govern us accordingly. And... In doing so, taking away all of our rights. But first, you thought it would be just the uh, immigrants. You thought it would just be, oh, the Mexicans, the Latin community, the blacks. No, they're starting from the top and going on down. They're taking away women's rights. Hey, am I getting uh, started too soon on this? (laughs) I got a whole hour. Before I go any further, I just want to say rest in peace to Mary Tyler Moore. Was, uh, she was one of those rich and famous Hollywood celebrities that uh, I actually respected because uh, she earned every penny. She worked hard. She and, and on top of that, the stage one diabetes that uh, was diagnosed when she had a miscarriage uh, in uh, the early 70s when she was filming uh, the Mary Tyler Moore show. Can you imagine going through that? having a miscarriage while filming a show and then finding out at the age 33 that you have diabetes uh, stage one, which means you you have to do the injections. And uh, and then, of course, uh, alcoholism. Uh, She was a really bad alcoholic. Understandably so. Her her son killed himself. Uh, She had a very, very tragic life. And at the same time, made everybody else happy was an outstanding performer and helped pave the way uh, for independent women on television with uh, Mary Tyler Moore show and of course she beat back the uh, uptight right wing Christians back in uh, early 60s when she wore those capri pants oh the sponsors didn't like that at all uh, but she wore them anyway and uh, cocks a hoist and she wore her leotard not that that's a big deal now but it was back then so uh 2017's off to, <laughs> it's an understatement, but a really, really bad start. And she also served as an icon for uh, young girls uh, who wanted to have an independent career of their own. That was uh, pretty much unheard of back in the 60s and early 70s. Uh, so she was a, a pioneer in many ways, and uh, she will be missed. And she has been missed, but she hasn't been doing much uh, since she really, really got sick. So... Uh, passed away at the age of 80, Mary Tyler Moore, and that's why I'm playing this underneath me. And I'm going to let it keep running out, because, uh, hey, why not? I can't help but think about how many millennials out there say, Mary Tyler, who? Because they're they're all uh, very upset about something that's not PC. Whatever it may be. Maybe a a pigeon crapped on their windshield, or uh, they stepped in doggy doing... That's very wrong, you know. That's that's unacceptable. I was watching that Lewis Black with, with, uh, with uh, Jerry Seinfeld and comedians in cars with coffee. <laughs> Stand-ups have it rough these days with the college kids, with the millennials. You can't say anything without upsetting them. And they compared them to 
the Catholic Board of Decency back in the 1960s that gave uh, Lenny Bruce such a hard time. Well, we've really progressed, haven't we? No! Mary Tyler Moore, she she paid her dues, and we all benefited from it, uh, from uh, all the fine entertainment she's given us. And uh, maybe she uh, passed away just in time, because all of the rights that women have garnered over the years, she got to see happen. And now, they're all going to just disappear. They're all going to go away, ladies and gentlemen, thanks to President Bannon. Yes, President Bannon! You suckers out there. Yeah, women's rights, they're on the way out the dough. And, when this is all over, if we're all still alive, there's not a a middle-aged, registered Republican male who will ever get laid again. Ever! You have to buy it. Like you have to do now. But Republican men... I hope you're happy with your idealism and your jingoism and all all your isms because after this is all done you will never get laid again. You keep taking women's rights away from them like you're doing now like Trump's doing with his executive orders. That's just the start. They're only getting warmed up. Now I have to attend a Tallahassee meeting in March for the Democratic Women's Clubs of Florida. And we got enough problems with the Democratic Party as it is. And one of the uh, issues that they want to discuss, <laughs> the Equal Rights Amendment, which was, uh, uh, it's been floating around since the 20s, but I think in 1972 it was ratified for the first time by only like about 30 states. But that was about it. It never really went further than that. I think Carter extended it. And since then, we've had, what, two, two-term Democratic presidents? And it never came up. They never brought it up again. The ER, huh? In fact, uh, I'm going to get into the uh, women's march that I attended uh, in Miami because, real quick, I should mention that there were signs there for the, the ERA. And one woman, 30-something, said to the person I was standing next to, what's the ERA? Now, this woman was well into her 30s and never heard of the ERA. So at this meeting, I don't know what I'm going to say because (laughs) if they have any hopes of the ERA (laughs) getting even recognized, uh, they've got pie in the sky. Especially with this administration, women will be lucky to have the 19th Amendment. They'll be lucky to even have voting rights anymore. They're going after you, girls. That's the primary target after all of this with the Mexicans and the blacks and the this and the that. But they want women. They're going after you. It's time that women stood up and said, no sex for you, pal. None. No. And that goes for all you Hooters girls out there because their patrons are primarily fat, doughy, middle-aged, well, not just middle-aged, but fat, doughy white guys who couldn't get laid without paying for it, without doling out the bread to, as our mighty leader would say, uh, grab some pussy. That's the only way they could possibly do it. I call on women across the nation to go on sex strike no more sex for if their husband is a Repu- registered Republican or voted for Trump. That includes Jews who voted for Trump. Cut them off, girls. And I don't mean like Lorena Bobbitt. I'm saying cut off the sex until this administration and cabinet are gone. And then maybe you'll think about it. This is how we have to. OK, let me tell you what happened in Miami. Am I getting started too soon on this? I mean, I got a whole show yet, but I'm pissed off and fired up about that (laughs) because it's like standing by and watching an entire country burn. They're going to burn this country down. Well, that's what that's what the right wingers and the religionists wanted. They they can't wait for that to happen. They want chaos and disarray and anarchy because then it could say, see, see, look, look, then it can use their reflectionism. If you didn't have a black president, none of this would have happened. No. If you weren't the product of inbreeding, this wouldn't have happened. And if anybody with more than two or three brain cells 
uh, would turn off the goddamn television and start reading some things. Uh, Oh, and that's the other thing, because I was seriously thinking that this radio show, well, let me put it this way. I have at least 100 times the listeners online than I get uh, on the air. But on the air, I can still say, and this is not an alternate fact, this is the real fact. I still have more listeners (laughs) than any other show on the air. (laughs) And that includes all four sports stations. Sports! Yeah, tune into a sports station. Then they're still on the air for some reason to, to hear people say, so what's the over and the under of the under and the over of the over and the under? That's what you get on a sports station. Then you got your, your financial stations, which I think there's one. And then you have, of course, the rest of it is just hate talk. The uh, hate talker that's just down the dial to the left of me. I just can't get up. That's another one. I don't understand why I can't get late. You should see him on Facebook. What's wrong with women today? Women don't want to have anything to do with me. Well, that's because you're a right-wing moron who doesn't, uh, who doesn't want women to have rights. And every time an innocent black person gets shot by a bigoted cop, you do a Snoopy happy dance on Facebook. And not to mention, yeah, I did have lunch with this guy uh, about four or five years ago. A couple of times I sat down and had lunch with this guy. And yeah, he, he was okay. He was, he was fine. Uh, but I, I wasn't familiar with his show at the time. <laughs> at any rate, yes, I did uh, go to the uh, Women's March in, uh, in Miami at uh, Bayfront Park, or as I call it, Gayfront Park. And it, I, here's, here's my report to you. I went with uh, Nicole and her husband, Dave, and her, and her lovely daughter uh, through downtown Miami to Bayfront Park. And uh, as you've heard on this show prior to uh, the inauguration last week, and I was saying all along, okay, these protests are, uh, they're nice to see. I agree with them. But what's Trump going to do? Get upset and go home? What's, he, what's it going to make him cry and say, okay, you're right. I'm going to go away. What's the point to it all? And now I have seen the light. Now I understand. You see, you have to participate. You have to participate, boys and girls. Otherwise, you don't get a real clear understanding of what's going on. First of all, you've all heard me, uh, and Neil Rogers, uh, for 30 years on the air. Miami, an angry rude nasty place where if if you drive down there oh you'll get killed uh okay only part of that's true (laughs) only part of that's an alternate fact the driving still sucks they still drive like maniacs but here's where i was surprised in a very pleasant way and when i listen the things I bitch about and complain about and whine about and fetch about, all of the things that I uh, bring up on this show, if I'm wrong about the bad things, then, then that's okay. Uh, it turns out we go down there on the Saturday, and first of all, they have the, the satellite in the car, so we're listening to uh, all the uh, other marches going on, 700,000 in Los Angeles. <laughs> As opposed to the 10 people that showed up at Trump's inaugural. That's, a, that's an addition to the ones he had to pay. Oh, and speaking of pay, well, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. To sum up my experience at the Miami Women's March, <laughs> I had a wonderful time. It was great. The weather was perfect. It was a little hot, but uh, absolutely clear and dry. It wasn't too humid out there. And uh, everyone was nice. Everyone, we're talking close to 10,000 people. Everyone was polite. It was, I, I was stunned. I did not expect that. And although they were charging $4 for a bottle of water that you can get at Walgreens, two dozen for three ninety nine. Well, okay. Well, I guess they have to make their money. But anyway, that was the only problem I saw. Uh, people were up there making their speeches and all that. We left uh, before the evening, and so as far as uh, uh, entertainment is concerned, I, I cannot tell you who was there. But we all did see one, one, 
One lonely Trump supporter on the corner of the street. One lonely Trump supporter. And he was, of course, what else? A middle-aged fat white guy with a white beard with a folding, a folding table and three signs in front of him. Gays for Trump, blacks for Trump, and women for Trump. Just uh, like hand with a, with a magic marker and uh, just a fat guy there just standing there with his, with his puppet hanging over the sign. Uh, I got to upload that picture. I will upload it soon <laughs> to my Facebook page. That is Boca Brittany Summers on Facebook. I, I just haven't gotten around to it yet. So to sum it up, it was a wonderful experience and everybody was great. And uh, and I got, a, I got a beautiful tan on my legs. <laughs> so I come home and what do I see? Sean Baghdad Bob Spicer saying, more people showed up at Trump's inaugural than any inaugural in the whole world. <laughs> Despite all of the uploads of... The empty bleachers. <laughs> the closest estimate, maybe about as many as the women that showed up in Miami. Slightly over 10,000 people. <laughs> when you look at the actual photographs, it's about right. It looks like about 10,000 people. And why? Because why? Why? I don't know. And most of all, because the most fervent of the Trump supporters couldn't afford to go. They couldn't afford to go. You see, these are fat, lonely people who listen to hate talk radio and watch Fox News. Dumber than sawdust and never got past the sixth grade. So no, they didn't show up. And that's what Trump was expecting. Nope. Couldn't afford it. <clears throat> and where were all those big bikers that were going to threaten to beat up the women? Remember that? They were going to make a, a wall of meat. I'm going to go there and beat up some girls. Yeah, we're tough bikers. First of all, bikers like that have either stolen bikes <laughs> or don't have any bikes at all. Because a Harley Davidson's around thirty, thirty-five thousand dollars and these podunk rednecks, they'll never have in their lifetime thirty or $35,000, of course, unless, of course, they uh, have a meth lab and uh, sell that. So maybe that's what these guys are. Most bikers you see out there are business owners or attorneys because only they can afford to buy a Harley Davidson. So they were conspicuous by their absence. <laughs> all the Trump supporters, all those rallies, which were free, uh, they didn't show up. <laughs> so, okay, to reevaluate it, yes, something was learned uh, by uh, over 2 million primarily women. And that is, we can unify. And what I mean by that is, uh, this may not have happened if a good portion of those 2 million people that marched on Saturday uh, voted yeah, that's the problem. They won't vote. I think now they will. I'm hoping that this was a big, swift kick in the ass to get them off their lazy ass. And now that they say that if you unify, changes can be made. And this goes for all of the advocacy groups that I'm a member of and, and the communities uh, such as LGBT. When the uh, G part of LGBT... And, and, and the L part, uh, when they unified is when they started accomplishing things, only through unification. Of course, the uh, T and the G only uh, unified uh, briefly in 1969, and that's where you got the, the uh, Stonewall thing. But there's no unity in the LGBT community. Absolutely none. Uh, perhaps now there will be. So if anything can be uh, looked upon in a positive light, uh, people have learned, many people have learned that, yes, changes can be made with a unified front. Karl Marx Bo presents the Nazi Football League tonight 
the mighty Christian Arians take on the weak liberal dissenters. And now, to live team coverage with Heinrich Himmler and Rush Limbaugh. Damit erst der Gedanke der föderativen Haltung des Reiches Blut und weltanschaulicher Gegensätze. Yes, Heinrich, my friend. It's a good night for football and this glorious administration. Dieser gigantischen Aufgabe. Oh, you are so right, Heinrich. If you'll pardon the pun. <laughs> But the dissenters acquired some night people in the draft, and you know how well they're bred to run. Egoistischer Meinungen, wirtschaftlicher Interessen und weltanschaulicher Gegensätze. The dissenters are deploying onto the field. You can tell by the reaction of this crowd. <laughs> Und in diesem zum gemeinsamen Bundesschluss. Als nationale Führer. And here come the mighty Christian Arians. With the new rules in place, Arians will start this game. Und in diesem großherzigen Sinne. Both teams are lining up. The flag is down and. This portion of the Nazi Football League was brought to you by Citibank. Nine out of ten Saudi terrorists prefer Citibank to any other underground funding. Red Summers, I'm still here with you, and it's not an alt fact. They don't take any bullshit from him. No. The right-wing propaganda mills like Bright Fart which, by the way, they're going to try desperately to legitimize. They're de- I'm going to get to that, too. Uh, delegitimizing the <laughs> legitimate press, who uh, they, uh, they crapped all over themselves. It was kind of hard to legitimize yourself after you've uh, disgraced yourself for so many years. So that opens the door for uh, propaganda mills. The Steve Bannons of propaganda mills. The Steve Bannons, the fat drunkards, who uh, sit there and write fairy tales on their keyboard. That's going to be legitimized over and above the press. You know, I don't know. Washington Post, New York Times. But they, they have disgraced themselves. So I'm going to get into that in a moment. They were putting out this lie, <laughs> or an alt fact, that uh, George Soros was paying this uh, well over 2 million women and some men Uh, to march on Saturday. Well, well over two million people. But George Soros was paying them out of pocket. (laughs) He was giving them all coupons or something. So, I I guess, if that's truth in media, maybe I should check my mail, you think? Wait here. I'll be right back. I'm going to check my mailbox. Okay, I'm back. I'm back, and, well... I'm here to report that uh, there's nothing in my mailbox. George Soros has not sent me any money at all. And uh, sad to say, I was really hoping to get that check. I was hoping that story was not an alt fact and that it was true. And I would get, I would be reimbursed for my lovely day spent in Miami. <laughs> Getting back to the press, though. Since the 1980s, the television news has devolved into a uh, reality show with cameras so low on the ground, all you can see is up a skirt. And really, that that's all it uh, has degraded to. There's nothing left of journalism on television. And there's not one journalist on television. It's all punditry. So they're going to have a hell of a hard time against Trump. And, and this is where his staff is kind of smart. If you have discredited yourself for many, many years and someone comes along to discredit you and promote outfits that have no credibility whatsoever, well, what are you going to do? You're going to have to somehow earn our respect back. You're going to have to somehow go back to journalism school and, and remember this, who, what, where, when, why, how, or who, what, why, how, what, why, uh, you're going to have to abandon the uh, current slogan for uh, media journalism, which is who, what, why, how much, and where do you want me to lie down on a couch? That's going to have to change if you want to legitimize yourself. So you got a long road to hoe, you hoes. 
on News Dance Now. Newsweek reveals abuses in Guantanamo like you still can't imagine we're capable of. Featuring probing reports about the random beatings of prisoners and the flushing of a shredded Koran down a mighty Halliburton toilet. Read how these abuses have created a surge of deadly unrest in the Islamic world. I... What? Hey! What are you... You understand we cannot allow this information to be released. You have no right. Rights! Yeah, and <laughs> what about freedom of the press? Restrain him! Have you watched 60 Minutes lately? Oh, well, uh, you have a point. Understand we now are in the business of brutal fascism. Such news as this must be retracted. Do you not agree? Oh, okay. But there is no reason we cannot be civilized about this. Sure. Now... You will do much like Time magazine, with a different picture of Jesus on the cover every week. Uh, okay. And here is a list of approved stories. Uh, all right. Uh, why do celebrities prefer to carry their dogs? Very good. Uh, are you and your sweetie compatible? We will not let you live. Um, oh, and uh, time-saving tips for lawn maintenance. These stories and more in this week's edition of News Very Week. 95.3 FM, 1470, WNN. And you're listening to the Brit Summer Show. Thanks for tuning in. This concludes part one of this week's show. And I don't know when the Super Bowl is, but there's not going to be a show that week. So Why? What for? At any rate, thanks for tuning in on a terrestrial end. If you want to continue listening to the more fun part of this show, uh, stay tuned, and I'll see you on the endangered internet side. It's Brittany Summers. Talk radio with balls and big ones, too. She's unforgettable. Severely retarded sport hole. Severely retarded sport hole. We salute you, Mr. All Sports Radio. All sports all the time, guy. Talking about other men you have no chance of ever meeting as if they're your personal friend. Listening or programming an all-sports format radio station where sitting behind a sports radio microphone is the only chance for a live-at-home nebbish to play tough guy. And if that taint enough jockstrap to huff, you may even land a management position. An orgasm to you is vertically moving your white pudgy knuckles to ESPN. The morning of 9-11 didn't bother you, sporthole. You had more vital concerns about hurricanes, not the storm, but college kids that you dream of knowing intimately who attend a college you can spell. We didn't forget your patriotism when the only thing on your mind at the time was, did they really have to cancel the games for that? Huh? When the only real game you know is circle jerking with your loser buddies while watching the game. Myopic, bland, humorless to the point of not knowing how to laugh. The best you can muster is a (laughs) Other than sports, life itself has no meaning. Sports is the only thing that matters because the only thing you have to fear is women. This moldy yellow athletic jock supporter is for you. You are a severely retarded sport hole. The Brit Summer Show. This is Brit with you on GDPR Revolution 99, FYI, nation.com, and soflowradio.com. Okay, let's see how much damage Trump has done so far. The government is on a communications lockdown, and what that means is give the White House a call. See if anyone picks up. Yes. You can't call the White House anymore or or, uh, call their comment line. Their website has been dismantled. They took down the the, uh, ACA pages, the petition pages. There's really not not much left. They're going to turn the uh, whitehouse.gov into trump.gov. EPA was ordered uh, no communications and no no communications with the Congress or the press. And the same goes for health and human services. And if that's not bad enough, as I've been saying lately, I must have picked a bad time to become a Democratic activist. Liz Warren, our, our liberal hope, uh, she uh, approved of Dr. Ben Carson. Mm, Dr. Ben Carson. 
uh, to uh, had HUD. And I don't mean the Paul Newman movie. Her and the other so-called progressive icon, Sherrod Brown. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sherrod Brown, who talks like this. Yeah, I think uh, Ben Carson will do a great job. Yeah, Sherrod Brown, the great uh, progressive uh, um, dynamo that he is. Another hill bot. So, much like Cory to Hooker Booker, Liz Warren has <laughs> dashed her hopes of running for president in 2020. Because, you see, normally we have disposable memories, but this time we don't. We've had enough of you with the, with this corporate sellouts, with the, just the uh, backstabbing, the repeated backstabbing to people who support you. I used to love Liz Warren, but then... Last year's primary, and uh, she was quite as a church mouse when it came to Bernie Sanders. Not a peep a deep, not a peep. And granted, she she didn't endorse Hillary until the convention. Then she uh, then she endorsed her, but uh, she was uh, playing uh, political footsies that whole primary. And she should have backed Bernie Sanders. I can only assume. Since uh, the result is what we have in there now, that she regrets that decision, that political footsies game. Because even though she's kissing orange Trump ass, the road ahead is going to be even harder. If she expects to get anything accomplished, it's going to be tough. Because right now, at this point, we can no longer contact our government, or and they're not allowed to contact us. And all we have in between them and, and us is Sean Baghdad Bob Spicer. And <laughs> that crowd was way bigger than any other inaugural crowd. <laughs> and uh, please believe our alt facts. Now, rumor has it, and I love this, that Trump wants to fire him because <laughs> he's a lousy dresser. <laughs> now, that would be funny. Only for a short time, <laughs> but yeah, David Byrne was his tailor, I guess. You may ask yourself, what is that beautiful house? You may ask yourself, where does that highway lead to? You may ask yourself, am I right? Am I wrong? You may say to yourself, my God, what have I done suits there's a guy who was born way too late he would have been happy in a big fred mertz pants but not so much based on the lies he tells and and, and just being an overall bad white house spokesperson above all that is because he's a lousy dresser that's why he's in danger of losing his job this is insanity oh man trump overturned that mexico city policy, which uh, w that means women in other countries that are American citizens cannot get subsidized for abortion with the uh, taxpayer dollars or whatever it is. It's just little nibbles, little biting away at Roe versus Wade. That's what this is all about. They want to get rid of it completely. And even further in Texas, in Texas, in Texasistan, they, they want to uh, not only take a woman's right to vote away but charge her with murder and the democratic women's club of florida actually wants to make the era part of their platform uh oh as aerosmith once said he had a global gag gag rule that was that's what that was about and and when he signed the uh, executive order he was surrounded by white penis Yes, it's going to be a lot of white, middle-aged, flaccid penis. You're going to see a lot of that the next four years if we live so long. Or maybe not. Now that his appointment, everything's going to disappear, including this show, because it's online. Not that being on the air counts for much anymore. As I should tell uh, the uh, hate talker down the dial to the left of me, 
Uh, using that for a pickup line isn't a very good idea. Maybe if it was 1965, you could say, hey, baby, I'm on the radio. <laughs> Nobody cares, okay? Everything's online, and that's why they want to shut that down, too. And that's why Trump appointed, I'm, I'm certain he never even heard of this guy. This is all being done by staff. This was obviously recommended by Steve Bannon. Uh, now, forgive me in advance, because I don't know if I'm pronouncing the guy's name right, but he doesn't deserve enough respect for me to care. So I'm going to say Agit Pai or Pay, Agit Pay. Well, Pay might be more appropriate since that's uh, what's happening with uh, Agit Pay. Comcast, Verizon, and AT&T are paying him to get rid of net neutrality. Now, if that should take place, well, it's bye-bye for the web. Now, my only question is because... We don't have any reporters or journalists out there to ask this question. How would Facebook, how would Google, how would Netflix feel about that? Or how, uh, <laughs> how would Amazon feel about that if you can't afford to access their sites? Hmm? Huh? Now, Netflix, depending on when you join it, it's, uh, it used to be eight bucks a month. Then it went to ten. Now, I think if you join it now, it's 15 a month. So it's 10 to $15 a month for Netflix. If they get rid of net neutrality, you've got to pay the service provider on top of that 15. So that's going to go up another, what, five, 10 bucks for that gold package that uh, Comcast will offer you. Well, I'm afraid if you want to see Netflix, you're going to have to pay by this package here. We have the gold, the platinum, the blue package. Or the free package, which means you get, you'll get you get Breitbart for free. Just like cable television. If you'll recall, when you, get, when you first get your cable TV installed, there's several different levels of packages to buy. Now, the basic cable package, which sadly is mo what most people could only afford, Fox News is free. If you want to see what's <laughs> allegedly... And it's not. It's, it's not the uh, MSNBC or any of the other channels. Then that's a more expensive package you got to pay for. Basic Fox News is absolutely free. So that's what's going to happen with the webs. Uh, only certain sites will be free, like Breitbart. And they're all, naturally, it's all going to be right-wing sites. What else is free? AM radio and FM radio in some markets where they have talk. It's all right-wing, and that's free. If you want to hear people like me or any progressive media, you're going to have to get a smartphone or uh, uh, use your uh, PC to hear us. And that costs money to do. But AM and FM, that's still free. And they know that. And there's many people who just can't afford to go online unless they go to Starbucks or something or, or they uh, steal Wi-Fi from somebody. Uh, and then uh, they can hear this show. But you won't be able to. If net neutrality goes away, because I'm certain I'll be a target, not just me, Nicole Sandler, Randy Rhodes, uh, FYINation.com, GDPR Revolution 99, any left-leaning progressive networks that are out there, uh, you'll have to pay extra for. Oh, yeah. And then if you're a right-winger and you want to just hear hate talk all the time, well, all that stuff's going to be absolutely free. You see, they're going to work it the same way they worked it with cable TV. That's the idea behind it. And, of course, they use their alt facts to say net neutrality is a bad thing. Why, if, if they only took that away, everything will be free when it's already free. So they flip the tables on their uh, acolytes, and they don't understand what the hell's going on. So, yeah, now we got uh, Agit Pai or Agit Pay, who's getting paid very well to uh, kill net neutrality. Uh, he's going to be heading the FCC starting Monday. And we'll see what happens with that. Oh, one thing I left out of uh, part of the dismantling of this country. Uh, Trump is going to give our land away. He already, they already, uh, it's already underway. They're going to sell off our public lands and parks. And, of course, I'm sure that my audience has already heard that uh, he, he reinstated the uh, South Dakota Access Pipeline and the uh, XL Pipeline. So like I was said, I was right, and that's not an alt fact. I was absolutely correct several months ago, and I said, if Trump gets in office, he's going to put a pipeline right up your ass. 
And you right-wingers and uh, mouth-breathers out there, I hope you enjoy getting sludge pumped right up your ass. You're going to get a uh, Coke Brothers enema. And I hope it comes out your mouth and your nose and your ears and every other orifice in your body. Now, I'm in line now, so I can say this. North Carolina, there's a, there's a proposed law. <laughs> this is new, so I, I don't know how far it's gotten yet. But there's a new law to make it illegal for anybody to call former governor, Pat McCrory, a homophobe. In other words, it will be illegal to call Pat McCrory a name. <laughs> okay, so we won't call him a homophobe. Uh, can you think of a few names we can call him? I can call him redneck asshole. I can call him douchebag. Okay, so none of that's homophobe. Uh, I prefer homo dreamer because usually homophobes, anybody who's homophobic and, and hates gays, guaranteed is always one of the screamingest faggots you ever saw in your life i am not gay i never have been gay hey sailor these guys they they are so gay and they look at gay poor if you look at the map uh, i can't think of the uh, link right now but there was a map of the most downloaded pornography, and all of the gay porn was in the southern states, the good Christian Bible-banging states. That's where all the gay porn goes. <laughs> and I still, for the life of me, can't understand, because these evangelists, these dominionists, are sending uh, representatives over to Russia to help promote anti-gay stuff, the same rhetoric that they use over here. They're using in Russia. And now it's illegal in Russia to be gay. Here's what I don't understand. Other than vodka, <laughs> I, I, I don't know why they would make that illegal if that's one of their biggest exports. They make billions and billions of dollars on gay pornography in Russia. Why do you think Putin had a shirt off? So, yeah, Pat McCrory, I'll, I'll say it right here. And I don't live in your state, so it's absolutely legal to call you a uh, corncob-rubbing fat boy fucking squealer. Hello, I'm Captain B.J. Boy Bob, and welcome to another Saturday morning edition of Tight Lines and Good Pishing. Well, last night I ran into some rough waters in a major department store when one of the toilets overflowed. But that didn't deter me from discovering an unusual variety of glory holes. Now, the first one was of a gouge variety with a rough, jagged texture that maybe a small one could get through safely, but, well, I wouldn't advise it. The other one was meticulously centered drilled to three inches in diameter and reinforced with a beveled plastic safety rig. Somebody took real care to let the big ones on through. <laughs> Where are they biting tonight? Well, I suggest Dillard, Nordstrom's, or, or even Walmart. <laughs> well, that's all for now. I'm Captain B.J. Boy Bob. Tight lines and good fishing. We're turning you on. Go, go with Truth in Radio. The Brit Summers Show at thebritsummershow.com. Go, go. I'm just a standing in the back booth and watching porno videos. Feeling my way all around the room, looking for a glory hole. Somebody's in the booth next to me. I'll slip it through and see if we will be watching videos in ecstasy with a horny glory hole. I feel a hand there. Kisses too. I'll have a boner before we're through. Mm, we're just standing in the booth as we both enjoy the show. Exchanging glance in the booth through a glory hole. Tokens in case my time runs low, and 
and I'll stand here stoking the glory hole. I hope it's nobody I know. As I turn my head to better see, I hope he knows enough to brush his teeth. But then again, I didn't feel any teeth. So how the hell would I know? I'm just a rockin' and a poppin' through a little horny, horny glory hole. You're listening to the Brit Summer Show. Here's another thing that just came in. Uh, the, there's a, a movie being made about the <laughs> about the Unabomber, and they have cast uh, Jane Lynch of Glee. Uh, Jane Lynch will be playing <laughs> Janet Reno. In a world where there's a place that has more bombs than the Middle East, your local theater, we bring you the sequel to Snakes on a Plane, Shakes on a Plane. Would you like a refreshment? I'll have a coffee. I'm sorry, we only have shakes. Oh. We have chocolate, strawberry, vanilla, and banana, and your choice of shake a shake, shake a pudding, and shakey's pizza. Let's see, I hate vanilla. I'm allergic to strawberry. It's only a two-hour flight, sir. You look familiar. Aren't you Janet Reno? Yeah, what about it? I don't know. It just makes me long for the days of sexy stews and pumps. Don't miss on a plane. You found the place for trans substantiation. The Brit Summers Show. The Brit Summer Show. This is Brit with you on GDPR Revolution 99, FYI, Nation.com, and SoFloRadio.com. You see, I'm in South Florida, so all of us here, of course, we everybody has a disposable memory, but many of us here remember Janet Reno, who would shake when she talked, and of course, uh, she was uh, Clinton's AG, that's where this movie comes in. And uh, Janet Reno, uh, she was the uh, subject of many of my uh, comedy bits, and she's only uh, recently passed away. Uh, so uh, and it's going to be Jane Lynch uh, uh, portraying her. Uh, the Unabomber, Tim Kazarinsky, or is it Tim Kaczynski? It's a, it's a Skinskinski. And, uh, <laughs> and that was, damn, over 20 years ago. I'm surprised I haven't made a movie about that sooner. When I dance, they call me Janet Reno. Men say I'm a great attorney general. They all want me. They can't have me. Let me tell you about the man I'm after. He's 5'10", Caucasian, and his composite drawing is so hot. Everybody loves and adores Janet Reno. Koresh didn't like her, but what the heck did he know? She'll get you with her charms or maybe a subpoena. Hey, Janet Reno. Now don't you worry about my boyfriend, the boy whose name is Unabomber. I don't want him, couldn't stand him. He was no good, so I... (laughs) Now, come on. What was I supposed to do? He wrote a 35,000-page manifesto and didn't mention me once, the loser. And besides, the Menendez brothers are so fine. Party anywhere from Maine down to Chino. I'm your party girl. Invite me, Janet Reno. Just tell me what to bring with me. I'm in charge of alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. If you're at large, I'll take charge. I'll handcuff and take you home with me. Excite you, indict you, I might even extradite you. Everybody loves and adores Janet Reno. She's hot and strong like a cup of cappuccino. Always got a search warrant in her El Camino. Hey, Janet Reno. Hi. She ran for governor, but couldn't win an election that even Bush could fix. So what's Janet Reno doing now? Welcome to the Janet Reno Foosball Arcade. It's much more than just a pastime with dusty old machines in the back of a bowling alley. These are state-of-the-art regulation-sized foosball gaming tables for the most serious of foosball fans to hone their skills. 
tryout for the Foosball Super Bowl, where you can challenge current champions Ozzy Osbourne and Michael J. Fox. <laughs> or just relax in our dining area with nourishment provided by Shakey's Pizza and Steak and Shake. Top your meal off with a creamy shaker pudding. Your children will be amused by the broken animatron puppet of Don Shula. I love stem cells, they love me. Let's have more brain stems for me. Let's have more brain search on them, please. You just, you just, you just can't have enough. Watch me ride the perfect storm boat where I can stand perfectly still. Or try your luck at my shake-and-bake cook-off and paint-mixing competition. You can see this old fella's been keeping busy. The Reno Foosball Arcade. For reservations, call now. 1-800-DICK-VAN-DYKE. That's 1-800-DICK-VAN-DYKE. It's Boca Brit Summers. From Florida to you. Way to get rid of this whole attorney general gig. To go driving cross country in a brand new 18 wheeler rig. I might haul around a heavy load or just disconnect the trailer and go. Cause I'm Janet Reno and I'll be trucking on down the road. I'll have a chicken fried steak at every choking puke I can find. And if I meet a little filly, then I'll ask her if she needs a ride. When I pull over at a resting place, I'm gonna wrap her legs around my face. Cause I'm Janet Reno and I'll be trucking on down the road. The fellas at the Wayne Station ought to know the girls who work at night. And by the next mile marker, I'll have a filly by my side. And with the steering wheel between my legs, and the filly sitting on my brakes. Cause I'll be Janet Reno and I'll be trucking on down the road. Yes, I'll be Janet Reno and I'll be trucking on down the road. A message to America from 16-year-old Elian Gonzalez. Hola, they want me to tell you all is well here. What could be wrong? Sending me back was a blessing. I am 16 years old now and the luckiest boy in the world to be here in the jewel of the Caribbean Castro's Cuba. The hotels here are, how you say, swanky. I am also fortunate to be wearing my family heirloom Cesar Romero's wife Peter's shirt. So f*** you and your happy meals. I am getting my license soon, and Papi says if I pass my Desiognes history test, he'll bother for at 58 Plymouth Savoy I've been wanting. You infidels may have J-Lo and Disney World, but we have Plymouths. Lots of Plymouths. If you stupid pseudo-Cubans in Miami still want to show your support, please send me your empty Café Pastello cans in case I need piston rings. Senor Janet Reno is a nice man. I will always be grateful to him for saving me from that weird janitor with the hair. You may not know this, but he touched me. So f*** you imperialist American. Bye-bye-bye. License to drill. It's Brit Summers. Bumping over with fun. I'm not gonna retire. I'm in a governor's race to run this state. I'm throwing my hat in the ring soon as I get done shaking this thing. I'm falling apart, vibrating too much. I've had enough of these shakes. Or maybe it's something I ate. Reno's not I've been laying around here since the new administration's been in place. Just growing some hair in my pits and picking the scabs off my legs. So I'm gonna run against the other younger brother of the king of dumb. Look at all the crap he's done to Florida. So why should it matter if a lesbian decides to run? Has anybody seen his wife? No, not lately. I wonder where he sent her off to South America, maybe I like the food at Shakey's My God, you call this a song? Far be it for me to critique music But this is a stinker How long does it go on? 
And so wraps up another Brit Summer Show on uh, <laughs> FYINation.com, GDPRRevolution99.com, and SoFlowRadio.com. And it, it's, when is the next Super Bowl? That's the week I will be uh, <sighs> taking a breather. Uh, and so, uh, everybody, uh, hold on to your thing uh, because it's only going to get worse from here. Uh, if I didn't get around to enough uh, wee-wee bits, uh, um, I can assure you I will find more later on the next show. Remember, you can contact me and listen to my show on thebritsummershow.com. My show is also available 24 hours a day on TuneIn. And I wonder how they feel about this uh, uh, agit pie because TuneIn is free to listen to. Uh, it's not going to be for long. Of course, there's a little donate button on the front of my website, and I thank you in advance for that. And I also look forward to hearing from you, which is always great. It's nice to have interaction with the audience. Since th- this is a transcribed show, and I'd really love for it to go live someday. I and mean, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. And that's not an alt fact. So... <laughs> Until the next time, this is Britt Summers saying the truth. Oh, and here's an alt fact. Kellyanne Conway has to use a funhouse mirror to apply makeup. 